Episode 35, Is Your Diet Like Your Child's? Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we relearn how to lose weight so you can reach your goal weight with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the busy moms who've tried it all. If you're tired of endless dieting, a tired mom, and ready to learn what works, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzant. Let's get this lesson started. Hello there, mamas. This is an extra fun episode. Because in Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, we've been doing taste tests. And it's really got me thinking about how we end up with so many of my mamas. If you're like most of my ladies, you have certain food preferences and you just like what you like. And you've probably liked it your whole life. And maybe you started liking those foods as a child and have never really gone back to revisit what you really like. So we're going to do something extra fun today. And I have my four-year-old, Eliza, with me. Say hello, Eliza. Hi. And I'm going to ask Eliza some questions, mamas. And I want you to just listen to Eliza and see what you relate to still today in terms of your eating. Are you eating like your child or is your child eating like you? So let's start here. Eliza, will you share with everybody what's your favorite food to eat? Mm, Strawberries. Strawberries. Okay. What's your favorite food that daddy takes you to get? Mm, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. And what do you like to get at Chick-fil-A? Nuggets. And why do you like nuggets? Because they're so crunchy and they're good. They're crunchy and they're good. Mm. What's your favorite treat that Daddy gets you? It's cookies. Cookies? <laughs> What's your favorite place to go eat? Bowl. <laughs> okay, that's not a place to eat at. <laughs> I've never even heard of that place. That's actually not a place to eat at. Oh, okay. I was going to say Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings? Buffalo Wild Wings. And I know you also love Ken's Pizza, right? Yes. Yes. What's your favorite food that mommy gets you? Chick-fil-A. Oh, Chick-fil-A for the win tonight, huh? Mm -hmm. What's your favorite food that mommy makes you? I have to say, remember those sandwiches? Sandwiches? When I make you a sandwich? Yeah, those turkey sandwiches. Turkey sandwich. Yes. What's your favorite food that you get when you go to Gigi and Bapa's? That's our grandparents' house to eat. Mm, spaghetti. Spaghetti. They don't make it at their house. Actually, at Beaver Lake. At Beaver Lake. <laughs> yes. What do they make you for breakfast? Eggs. Eggs. Eggs and toast. Eggs and toast. (laughs) (laughs) My mom spent the night at my Gigi and Grandpa's house. Yes, one time ago. (laughs) Yeah, we spent the night. We had eggs and toast, didn't we? Yes. What's your favorite thing to eat for lunch at daycare when you go? 
I know we had quesadillas today, so quesadillas. Quesadillas. Do you like to drink water? Yes. Milk? Mm-hmm. Yes. Sprite? Yes. Cherry limeade? Yes. Which are your favorites? The one that is my favorite favorite is ocean water. Ocean water? <laughs> it sounds like it's actually water from the ocean, but it isn't. And when you get a Happy Meal, do you ask for toys or ice cream? Both. Both. <laughs> do you ask for more fries or apples? Fries. Fries. Do you get apples with it? Yes. Yes. What's your favorite place to go on Friday nights? Ken's Pizza. What do you eat at Ken's Pizza? Some cheese with some sticks. Cheese sticks. What does mommy eat? She eats pepperoni pizza with some salad. Salad first, right? Yes, salad first. Salad first. But I don't eat the salad. Eliza, what does it mean to be hungry? It means that you need to eat healthy foods and eat vegetables and eat some fruits. Eat some fruit and some healthy foods? Yes. Wow, we're really showing up as our best version of ourselves today, huh? Yes. What does it mean to be full? It means that your tummy is full, so you'll, your tummy growls. Your tummy growls when you're full? Yes. Okay. What do you get at the end of a good day at daycare? Snack. A snack. Not when I leave. What do you do when you're bored? <gasps> get some American Girl doll stuff. Get go out American Girl doll stuff. And go to the store to and buy some stuff. Buy more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Eliza. Thank you for joining me. What do you want to tell everybody? That I have very new toys to tell you about. Okay. It's, I have American Girl doll. Okay. Size, what do you like most? American Girl doll beds or no. ice cream? I like, okay, actually, I like American Girl dolls. You like American Girl dolls better? Yes. Okay. I love you, Size. <laughs> So that was probably the most grown-up, <laughs> politically correct version of Eliza that I've seen. But I do want you all to consider a few things. These habits that we have for overeating develop when we're young. We literally learn them from our family, from our culture, from society. And we pull them forward for the rest of our lives. We have a lot of thoughts about foods, a lot of thoughts about specific foods, and a lot of thoughts about what food should function as in our life in general. So for those of you who remember or have heard my journey, I got into weight loss coaching after my pregnancy with Eliza. I had gestational diabetes, the kind that you give yourself insulin shots and all of that for. And when she started walking, I noticed that she was turning into a sugar addict. I was really worried about it, actually, because I blamed myself entirely because of my gestational diabetes. And so she started walking and she would walk by this candy jar we had on the piano. 
And at first she would just hold up her little hand and she's got big siblings. So everybody would like take a bite and let her do a little taste test, right? And after a while, Eliza would go by that same candy jar and throw complete physical fits down on the floor, crying and screaming if she did not get the candy. It was such a visual representation of what was happening in her mind that it was so strong for me. I said, it's time to change this. We can't keep doing this. I knew I had done so many diets and that dieting was always short term. And I knew we had to figure out a way to fix this. So what happened for Eliza truly? And I would say that honestly, a lot of what she shared was pretty true. Eliza loves eggs for breakfast. She loves my dad's eggs and my eggs. Those are probably her favorite breakfast foods. But Eliza will also eat donuts when her dad brings them home. (laughs) And she likes those too. It is literally my decision what comes in the house. But because she's been exposed to the tastes at a young age, she will grow up liking those, right? At lunch, she loves strawberries. She loves turkey sandwiches, right? She loves tomatoes. This kid loves tomatoes. She eats them plain. And those tastes will go with her as things she enjoys for the rest of her life. She also loves some Ken's pizza. But if you listen to her, she says, mommy eats salad and then the pizza. So what I want you to realize here is that most of our tastes and our habits we have carried forward since we were small children. Maybe you've made a little bit of change. My husband has grown to like many foods that he didn't like before because I got him to try them, but he was resistant to begin with. And I still have a stepson who won't eat anything green. And I want you to realize that that impact over the future of your life is a game changer for your weight and your health. How much of how you are eating has been set since you were a child? And how would your life be different if those examples had been different? So in Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, we know that we have to be, as moms, the shifter for our families. In our culture, in society, and in our families, we show love with food. We show comfort with food. We think we need to make homemade desserts to show our love and to feel good after a bad day because that's what we learned. And we aren't as active as we used to be, mamas. We're not burning off those calories like they did in the olden days. And those sweets, because we have such a strong connection to loving them, become an all-day eating experience because they're always available like they didn't used to be. So these habits that we've learned for our diet from childhood become more exaggerated because of how our culture has changed. Why not take it all the way back to the beginning? We do taste tests in Weight Loss for Modern American Moms. And we try to stimulate the taste buds to try all sorts of different foods to see what we really like from an adult's brain, not the childlike brain that we've approached food from for our whole entire lives. And in that, you may just find that there are healthy foods that you like. You may just find that tomatoes are just as good to you 
as the chips on the side. And you may find that Brussels sprouts, when roasted in the oven, are a pretty dang good side dish that can replace the potato chips at a meal. But you won't try it, mamas, when you're just eating like your child. And you will continue to set the example for your child that the staples of sugary, fatty, addictive foods are the way to eat. You have to be willing to step in to be the generation shifter here, to try new things, and to realize that what's on the line by not doing that is not just you, but your children who are watching. So this was just meant to be a fun episode to see what you can create with your child. We don't do perfect here. We live in American culture, and Eliza knows what pizza is, and she knows what sugar is, and she sometimes has donuts in the morning. But she also loves vegetables and loves fruits and loves eggs and eats turkey strangely without bread a lot of the time. If you went back to your diet and recreated it from a child's eyes, how would it be different, mamas? And what different results would that create in your life? Know that it won't just happen for you, but opening that door of maybe just going through the grocery store this week and trying something different has the potential to change how you eat going forward by just being curious as to why you eat the way you do to begin with. The wait list to join Weight Loss for Modern American Moms is open, ladies. You can be the generational shifter for your family. Whether you're a young mom, have older kids, have your first grandbaby on the way, you set the example. The primary food preparer is responsible for about 80% of what their children eat. And when you fix this for you, they will learn by example. Have a great week. If you love today's show, make sure to share it with a mom who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get all of the latest lessons from the School of Weight Loss podcast. Ready to reach that goal weight? Head on over to drmommy.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-O-M-E.com to learn more about Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, my virtual weight loss coaching program.